0: She studied E.J. briefly, as though considering her next words. She glanced around the room. You must love what you do a lot to live like this and not have to go to work on a Friday. E.J. thought for a moment. She didn't exactly love what she did. She was simply good at it. I don't actually live this way. She mimicked Jinx's eye movement. This is how I travel because my company makes my arrangements. She did live well, but saw no reason to share that. And yet, she heard the words, I live pretty nicely, just not like this, come out of her mouth. What do you do? I'm a regional director for a major retail chain. Jinx blinked. So, what do you do? EJ laughed. I oversee our stores in Northern and Central California, she said. Really? What stores? I work for Bad Dog Athletic Apparel. Jinx's eyes widened. I love Bad Dog, she said, her voice rising in excitement. Although, she became serious. You know there's no such thing, right? No such thing? As a Bad Dog. Oh, of course not, EJ laughed. Jinx's lack of pretense was such a refreshing change from what she customarily encountered. Jinx leaned forward in her chair. I saw this shirt in a catalog once. (sighs) I wish I had it, she said, her features animated. There was one of the bad dogs, of course, the German Shepherd, sitting with a half-eaten package of steak on the floor in front of him and a woman standing over him with her hands on her hips. And underneath it said, If only she'd gotten stuck in traffic. Jinx laughed, her eyes bright with amusement. EJ smiled. I've always liked that one, too. Mostly, what she liked right now was the joy in Jinx's face. You didn't buy it? No, I wasn't in a place where I could. A shadow at the back of Jinx's eyes rippled and shifted, then settled again. I didn't know there was a bad dog store here. EJ wondered at the subtle diversion, but followed it. There isn't. I'm here for a family matter. She lifted her coffee cup to her lips. Your family's here? Jinx set her fork on her empty plate. E.J. hesitated. My son. She held her mug in front of her. A drop of hollandaise sauce at the corner of Jinx's mouth drew her attention. She waited for Jinx's tongue to slip out and swipe it away. When it didn't, she reached across the table and touched it. As if in reward, Jinx offered her that slow smile, then sucked E.J.'s fingertip between her lips and grazed it with her teeth. Arousal flooded E.J she tightened her thighs. You have to stop that, she whispered. You started it. Jinx's tone was low. E.J. pulled her hand back and laughed. You're right. I'm sorry. Talk about something to take my mind off. You. A wicked glint flashed in Jinx's eyes. Your son. The image of Jacob filled E.J.'s mind. She straightened. Okay, that did it. Jinx cleared her throat. You're here to see him? E.J. took a deep breath and collected her remaining thoughts. Yes, he's getting married tomorrow. Really? My niece is getting married tomorrow. E.J. tensed. No, it wasn't possible. Was it? What were the chances? Wouldn't it be cosmic if they were marrying each other? Cosmic wasn't the word E.J. would use. Karmic, maybe. Ending up sharing a family with one of her one-night stands? Traumatic, certainly, since no one in her family knew she was gay. She'd always been afraid of upsetting Jacob, and there had never been anyone special in her life for it to matter. Except maybe Rhonda. But that was over. As much as she was afraid to, she had to ask, What's your niece's name? Tiffany Stanton. E.J. blanched and hoped her breakfast wouldn't come back up.